0: Streaming your radio station online from your radio station website is a must these days. Today, we'll talk with one provider, Cool Radio Streaming.
1: This is Better Radio Websites, the podcast for radio professionals who want to see their website generate more traffic and revenue. Each week, your host, Jim Sherwood, and his special guests give you time-tested tips and secret tricks to ensure your radio station dominates digital in your market. Here we go.
0: Hi, it's Jim, and welcome to Better Radio Websites, the podcast that wants to help you get more visitors and the most revenue from your radio station website. We're here at the Broadcasters Convention in Montgomery, Alabama, talking with uh, Cool Radio Streaming, Tom Dobrez. You're, You're the president, man. Thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: Appreciate it, Jim. Looking forward to chatting with you.
0: This is my first time hearing about your company, but I have heard of your previous company. Tell us a little bit about that and and tell us what cool radio streaming is now.
1: Yeah, so cool radio streaming is... a streaming service. We mm-hmm. kind of connect radio stations to the internet, the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. So it's all about, for radio stations being where their listeners are, mm-hmm. and they're everywhere, right? They're in their cars, they're picking up on the terrestrial radio signal, but they also want to get it online. They also want to get it through a mobile app and through tune-in radio. And so we uh, give the radio station owners a real quick, easy platform to do that. So we take their on-air signal and... You just send it to us, and we'll take care of the rest for them. What company was it before? Because you
0: recently acquired this.
1: Yeah, it's been a couple years, but a Shout Streaming. Yep. A guy named Jim Barkas uh, was running that, and he took uh, the company and had some really innovative concepts, mm-hmm. and I just tried to take it to the next level. I think you have. Oh, thank you. Thanks, I think like you that have.
0: That, yeah. uh, and now, how do stations get their stream to you?
1: Yeah, so... Uh, It's essentially the the term is encoding, Mm -hmm. but basically uh, you take your live signal. And you feed it into a computer, so we do need a separate computer. Uh, there are some companies that make what they actually call streamers, mm-hmm. which are very sophisticated boxes that are about 10 times bigger than they have to be, and they charge four <laughs> times what they need to be. Sorry, no. right. um, But essentially a, a CPU these days has enough sound card, a, a high-quality sound card in it, right off of the shelf. And so you take the uh, audio from your um, b- live broadcast right out of your... Uh, mixer board mm-hmm. and put it into this computer and then we've got a soft an encoding software that runs um, and it once you're connected you know we we'll give you the credentials you connect it and we take it from there and so once you are sending us the signal what we do then is we'll convert that to a, the high quality audio so it's a very high quality stereo sound for the listener experience plus give them a player. Mm-hmm. Um, that will have artists' title on it, right? So it gives the station a, a nice clean look to their uh, online presence. And that data will also be registered because, you know, radio stations have to pay fees to stream. And so the, there's also that working on the back end. We're recording listeners and song titles so that... Uh, reporting can be done. And so a lot of the things that have kept people from streaming Mm -hmm. uh, or doing it on their own because it can get complicated. We've tried to simplify it and make it a kind of a one, two, three step process and literally We've taken radio stations at eight in the morning that have called me, and by 30, ten thirty, they're streaming, you know, <laughs> online, wow. connected on their website. So pretty easy process. So
0: no, big, yeah, no big uh, box to buy or anything like that. Just basically download a, a, a software
1: encoder, and you're you're up and going. Yeah, we uh, provide the software for free, and we just say go. Go to your Walmart. and buy a two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> CPU. You don't even need to monitor. Um, you know, just put it on your local internet, so or your your local land network, so that you could look at it. It mm-hmm. set it up, and then and we ask that you actually kind of do hide it in the back room, sure, because you don't want anybody going in there messing with it. Because, <laughs> uh, but it, it and then just leave it running twenty four seven. Do you need uh, a certain internet speed? Yeah, you, you know nowadays, you know who if you don't have internet speeds that are capital, you know, you're probably not in business, but yeah. uh, no, just a normal speed. You know?
0: And, and, and I, the reason that I ask that is that some of our uh, listeners here to the podcast are internet broadcasters only. They're not actually terrestrial radio stations. They just do an, an internet stream. Yep. Yeah. You can do that as well?
1: We have about 20% of our uh, mm-hmm. broadcasters are internet only um, and about 30% of our streams. So what I mean by that is we actually have on-air broadcasters that do both. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, so they will have a terrestrial, uh, typical FM broadcast station. Yeah, but then they also are streaming additional programming. Okay, so think of it as uh, that. Sometimes they run sports programs. Okay, okay. So it'll be a separate channel that's only available online. So maybe there's two high schools in a community Mm -hmm. and only one radio station. So that station will be doing one game live on the air, Uh over the air, and then the other game you can access via their website, (laughs) okay? Uh, Others will do uh, programming that's unique to that environment and only on the internet, right? So uh, they might have a rock station, but then they do a jazz format on their uh, internet so we have like I said there's about a number of our radio station clients that they have the programming knowledge, right? They have the uh, automation software. They know what they're doing. Um, they just don't have an FCC license to broadcast over the air. Yeah. So they broadcast through us via the Internet.
0: But they do still have to do all of the the legal stuff as far as broadcasting, like music and stuff like well, that. Well,
1: you have to be sure that you're licensed through BMI, and those guys are very reasonable with streams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the sound exchange is probably the biggest licensing aspect. Do you have any idea what those, what those costs are? Uh, sound exchange. And charges, their minimum is $1,000 annually. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you get beyond their minimum, you are probably attracting enough listeners where you're going to be able to sell commercials. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. So it's kind of a nice trade off. Sure. It's like, um, you know, not getting down in the weeds with how many people and listening hours. But uh, it's a pretty... Sound exchange is kind of, they've negotiated, let's say, uh, with smaller broadcasters to be a fairer price. And oh, good. so from that perspective, um, if you're just starting out, you're just a small broadcaster, stream only, uh-huh. you know, you can get into the game for a relatively low price. And then if, in fact, your numbers grow and your audience is growing uh, and you are having a bigger price, price tag then to your uh, licensing fees you probably have a product that a lot of uh, advertisers would be interested in yeah exactly wow wow and and that's so interesting that you
0: said that you know stations have multiple streams for different things i haven't heard
1: of many stations doing that but i guess that's growing now yeah i have uh well uh gabe that's with me at this conference today he has nine streams for three radio stations wow Uh, we have at each high school gets its own stream Um, we have a few clients uh, that have maybe three broadcast stations Mm -hmm. as we know and then three and others that are doing and they're not necessarily 24 7 okay right so some of them are strictly for sports okay all right and games and you'll go on their website and they'll say click for the Next high school game. Sure. Uh, here's the schedule. And we'll be broadcasting live at seven o'clock. Yeah. Um, we have a uh, one radio station that has a minor league baseball team in their town, and so they will uh, do those games only on the internet. You know, and so uh, and those are available through you know our streaming service and you know their website, and uh, yeah, it's it's become a booming thing, and then. Um, we have a number of niche broadcasters that are internet only. As sure. About you next.
0: Now, let me ask you this, and I, I, I don't mean to make this conversation about uh, about licensing or whatever. But if somebody wanted to have two or three streams, uh, let's say I'm an internet broadcaster, okay, and I want three streams, would I need three? uh sound exchange licenses well or it depends
1: if you're running broadcast music right so in other yeah. words these guys that are doing games mm-hmm. there's no licensing needed at oh, all oh, yeah you're yeah, yeah? right okay so there's no music sure it's strictly are you playing music and if so who owns the rights to that music exactly okay so um and you can cut individual deals if you wanted you know okay um if, and other ways that go is if you wanted music in your background or part of your commercials, you can do that, pay a guy for music, you know, just one time and you could use as much as you want. Sure. But as far as that goes, you would need an individual music license if you were running like First a string. jazz station and a, a country station and a rock and roll station gotcha. that were music intensive absolutely you would need separate contracts okay all
0: right all right fantastic now I've uh, I've worked with uh, some other streaming uh, services and I have seen prices go anywhere from 200 bucks a month on up Uh, how does cool radio streaming compare to those folks
1: well uh, we are uh, $400 annually so uh which, which a lot of people roll their eyes like you just did when I say that because yes, that's what we charge, because we're about making you know getting local smaller radio stations on the internet because yeah. we want them to extend their brand to the where the listeners are, and even if you're in a car, uh, you know I used to own radio stations in Vale, Colorado, mm-hmm. and we would be streaming. And a large percentage of our listeners were outside of Vail. Right? right? You know, and so it was either the second homeowners that came to town and they went home and they wanted to stay connected. Uh, so obviously they're well outside of our broadcast reach, you know, our broadcast signal, mm-hmm. but they could find us anytime. And then also mobile apps. We work with a provider of those, uh, and that's another means of being in the car in the dashboard. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh, more and more of these smart radios are in the, these cars or Apple CarPlay, you know, where people, you know, you could touch the button for Spotify or you can have right next to it, WWW radio station, right, right and press yeah. that. And so that's where radio stations need to be going. And that stuff is so much affordable now. We're simply there to make sure when that person does touch that radio app that they hear the right station. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And, and and obviously, you can have multiple buttons on
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Tom, tell, tell everybody how they can get in touch
1: with you. Uh, first place to go is probably the website, CoolRadioStreaming.com. Uh, there is a little bit more detail about some of our products that we offer. Um, and, you know, that's a good starting point.
0: Right. At 400 bucks a year? Nah. I, it's a, that's a no-brainer.
1: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Okay. Tom,
0: thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Chairman, has been an absolute pleasure. Appreciate it. It was so great talking with Tom with Cool Radio Streaming. And we have more of these interviews coming up with services that you can add to your radio station website to give more reasons for visitors to come in, stick around, and stay a whole lot longer. Do you need help with your radio station website? Be sure to reach out to us at skyrocketradio.com. Have an awesome week online making your radio station website better. We'll see you next time.
1: Thanks for listening to Better Radio Websites. Inspired by today's episode? Be sure you are subscribed and share this episode with a friend. Visit skyrocketradio.com forward slash podcasts for more episodes as well as show notes for this episode. Need help starting or making your station website better? Visit skyrocketradio.com.